Greetings, Minecrafters, and welcome to another exciting episode, another Minecraft episode. My name is Kimberly Quinn, and I am just so super pumped to be here with all of you today. And uh, wow, it's just amazing that the winter is winding up here and ready to hit spring. So, you know, spring in Vermont, this is really, I would say, a three-season state, to be quite honest, unless you want to count mud season. But uh, so April it is. And, you know, I think a lot of us, um, <clears throat> maybe, I don't know, definitely New England, uh, spring cleaning is a thing because especially way up here in northern Vermont, we bring in a lot of mud in April. And then there's just the standard wherever you live, I think, closets. And then, you know, when we head into the, you know, spring into summer. Usually, obviously, that's when a lot of the construction people are busy and the home decorating people are busy and people are uh, planting flowers and landscaping and do all sorts of doing all sorts of things. And so um, <clears throat> particularly in April and May, I think we're just getting that started, at least in New England, because there's a lot of cleanup to do after the plows have gone through and there's gravel and you're in the grass and everything like that. And and then again, uh, we've been inside up here for most of the winter. And it's, it, we accumulate stuff. We accumulate stuff. And it's time to just take care of all this, right? Cleaning up closets, getting throwing things away, giving things away, that sort of thing. So today's chat is about the Tao of, of showing your home the love. And I'm once again inspired by Sarah Von Bresnik, who's the author of Simple Abundance. And uh, she... If you've heard me talk in other, in other episodes about her, I, I listened to her in my, I think it was my thirties really. And she has these like one, one and a half page little, you know, like inspirational little, uh, uplifting, you know, kind of discussions or stories one for each day of the year. And it's just really cool. I just absolutely loved this when I was at home with the kids. And so she starts out, um, with a quote by Gunilla Norris and says, time to dust again, time to caress my house, to stroke all its surfaces. I want to think of it as a kind of lovemaking, the chance to appreciate by touch what I live with and cherish. I really like that a lot. And, uh, I, and I'm thinking of, you know, in, in springs past where we're dealing with the, you know, the mud that comes into the house, golden retriever hair, um, I'm right now looking at, we have like a sort of like a, a um, wooden rack. It's kind of, I don't know how it's shaped. It's just kind of got, it's a shelf sort of, but it's kind of weirdly, oddly shaped. And there are different plants on there and they all need love right now. It's very beautiful when they're all looking good, but it needs to be dusted. Got to snip some leaves off of there <clears throat> and that sort of thing. And then again, we just, we just, I think, naturally accumulate stuff in the winter. I mean, there's the holidays for one, but I think at least you, if you live in a colder climate or a rainy climate, you tend to just, I don't know, hoard stuff, I guess. And so Sarah starts with, she says, as the story goes, the Chinese sage Lao Tzu, who was born 500 years before Christ, decided to leave the province where he lived before he became disillusioned with the corrupt and decaying dynasty that ruled it. When he arrived at the border, a guard asked the wise old man if he would write a book before he left, instructing seekers in the art of living. Lao Tzu willingly agreed. He called his book the Tao Te Ching. When it was completed, he departed China. 
never to be seen again. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting because, of course, uh, Sarah's one of the one of the great thinkers I listen to a lot, and the late Wayne Dyer is one of my absolute favorites, and he wrote a whole book himself based on the Tao Te Ching, and there's just there's a lot a lot of wisdom in there, um, all about um, well living. I mean, to be truthful, keeping things simple, and you know, clutter as they say, clutter on the outside causes clutter on the inside. That's that's no big secret. And so you know, Wayne Dyer's a big big fan of the Tao Te Ching, and he says. No, I'm sorry. She says uh, the Tao Te Ching is the sacred text of the China, of the Chinese religion, known as Taoism, and one of the most <clears throat> excuse me widely translated books of all time. Its followers strive to live according to the principles of the Tao, pronounced Tao D O W, which they believe governs the order order of the universe. Oh my God! It's it really is amazing though um, to read if you've ever read the Tao the different passages and in Wayne Dyer's book about the Tao he takes excerpts of them and in sort of indigestible ways and uh very very uplifting uh anyway she says like zen Tao or the way is a spiritual path it must be intimately experienced instead of intellectually comprehended if insights are to be discovered one of its main themes is unity based on yielding Yielding rather than resisting. Oh my God, we're talking about all that all the time, you know. With uh, Carl Jung, you know, uh, late and great psychoanalyst saying that which we pers- that which we resist will persist. I mean, it's interesting how you read things in the Tao. Reading Sarah von Brednick right now. Reading Wayne Dyer. Reading the Tao of Pooh. That uh, and you know Carl Jung's work. That you know these great thinkers are really all saying the same, the same thing. And for me you know, sort of seeing that thread is just, um, just really, you know, confirms that, you know, for me, it's God, we can say the universe, whatever is, is, is really, you know, speaking to us and through us through all these various people. And she says the Tao is, is eternal to the way, wait a minute, the Tao is eternal without doing and yet Nothing remains undone. That was in quotes. When a seeker commits to the way, she sheds her expectations, becoming an empty vessel to be filled to the brim with both yin and yang, the opposite male and female energies of life, career and home, dark and light, sorrow and joy, intimacy and solitude, aggression and passivity. I love the whole thing because with Sarah kind of having this threaded into her book, and like I said, all the other ones I just rattled off, um, it's it, it, that the the main the main theme is about life balance. The main theme is about life balance, and I suppose what we're talking about, in, in addition to the balance, is a change in perspective. You know, because if we're looking at the things we do around the house as a chore or some kind of military drill, then it it you know it it won't, it'll, it'll be an uphill push, right? We're not going to want to do that. We're going to be basically wasting our, our wasting our life minutes, not spending them wisely, but wasting them because we're trying to fast forward to have the present moment be something other than it is, right? If right now I'm doing the dishes, if right now I am, like I told you about my, my plant 
shelf over there. That's going to, I'll probably do it tomorrow. That, that it needs a lot of, of trimming and dusting and, and things like that. If I look at that as, well, I can't wait for this to be over so I can do what I really want to do. That is just, isn't, isn't good use of our life minutes whatsoever. If we're going to be doing the dishes, if we're going to be sweeping, if we're going to be cleaning off the deck, if we're going to be raking the gravel out of the grass, we may as well be, well, as like I say with my intention of the day, bring six, bringing success to every single thing we do. And we can, we can change our perspective, right? By how we think about it. If I'm going to be doing the dishes, Zen, man, Zen. And I think I mentioned, well, was, gosh, it was ages ago at this point, but our dishwasher broke back when our kids were in those ages, like, you know, five to 12 or 13 or something like that. So we had some definite dish doers. And then when it, it broke back then, I think it was the budget. Honestly, we just couldn't afford to get one right away. And then my husband and I realized how serene and peaceful it was because you'd say dishes, you know, the course of the kids run this. So we were doing them by hand because the dishwasher was broken and we realized we didn't mind it. You know, we had the kids, but they weren't totally left off the hook. They, they contributed in other ways, but we realized that we didn't really mind it. Sometimes we do them together and we would talk and it was just and like the water's hot, the bubbles, peaceful, really, really nice. And I mean, there's a, there's a reason that ashrams and, and often, you know, retreats will have, you know, I think is specifically after, if, if you've seen the movie, Eat, Pray, Love, they do it in the, in the movie of Julia Roberts. Um, and that's, that's indicative of what they do at different retreats at ashrams is people are, are assigned mundane tasks, you know, gardening, sweeping, you know, whatever, because if we allow it, if we change our perspective and look at, at it as sort of a form of meditation, we can actually become rejuvenated by sweeping or weeding or doing the dishes with hot, hot water in the, in the, you know, sudsy sink. You know, so the, the whole idea of dreading something or it's the drudgery of something, we can change our words. In, in a sense, the way, you know, when we change, in a sense, when we change our mindset with stress, for example, we've done, I've done a bunch of episodes on this. When we change our words to, oh, I have to do this presentation or I need to do this presentation or, you know, kind of like that no way out feeling. We give ourselves agency and say, I want to do that presentation, or, e or even if you can push yourself to, I'm excited to do that presentation, even if you're excited to have it over, you're still excited. And it's a, it's a sense of um, shifting out of, I don't have control and I'm being forced to do this, to I'm, I'm choosing to do this, and I'm going to bring as much, as much success to said activities I can possibly do. Well, this is the same with home caring. So we can change our words from chores and tasks to, and also, um, and Sarah would say to shift out of calling it housework instead of, instead of call it house love or home caring, you know, snipping those plants tomorrow is going to be my absolute pleasure. It's right next to a window. We have a nice view and the closure feeling that I'll have from doing it will be amazing. And I might even it's almost yard sale season, actually. I think tomorrow I'm going to do the, the snipping and have to kind of clean it up a bit. And then I'm going to keep my eyes open at the next yard sale for 
some new pots. Some of them are pretty that are up there, but some of them are just like kind of boring. I think I'm going to look for some jazzed up planters and maybe also turn that around and just make it even more beautiful than it is while I'm looking at it. And that is a way, that's going to be my way to home care this weekend, show the, show, show the home some love. It's also when we, another, because I'm, I'm a big, um, I, I like to, to sort of embrace the budget when I do, when I show the, the, the house love too. Sometimes you can't, it is what it is, like a roof, you know, or something that's huge or putting in a floor, things like that. But it is nice when, um, like for me, it's throwing a new color of paint on the wall. That is a couple of cans of Be More, and you can do that for, for you know, like $120, really, just like an average size room. And then and then I actually did this last year, year before. I uh, painted the, my new sexy kitchen. The, the paint on the wall, maybe, maybe might have been three cans. I think it was two. might have been three. So let's say like $160. And not that that's not a lot, a lot of money. I don't mean that. But it's not the same as redoing, you know, a whole, you know, something that involves construction. And then I bought these pictures because we're big skiers in this family. They, there are four of them and they go together. They all kind of go together. They're different, different um, perspectives of a bright red gondola that takes you up the mountain and there's all winter wintry pine trees you know behind them with the cable and I've had so many compliments on those pictures with the new paint and the the colors blend it's like the wintry white the bright red kind of pops of the gondolas and then the color of the walls is like a light blue so it all goes I've had a gazillion compliments on on how on the pictures and how they look and they literally cost, I think, 65 bucks on Amazon. No joke. And then there's the paint. But it gave the kit, it gave, granted, we had the kitchen done a, a little bit ago, but it gave the kitchen a whole new look. Paint and these, these wintry pictures from Amazon. I mean, there's so much you can do on a shoestring. There really is. And it's, it's all about showing the home the love and, um, and changing the, the perspective with, with what what were pre pre episode here called chores and tasks and housework, to you know uh, showing your house showing your home the love home loving home caring redefining it and and also my other thing is to, to this is maybe this is just my head because my wiring but show your home the love one corner at a time not even a room at a time. Because I'm very big on bring success to everything I do to the best of my ability. That is my intention, intention every single day of my life. I have others. That's like a main theme. Because for me, if I like right now, our bedroom need, needs that love. I'll be truthful. It, it's been the winter. My husband and I both have big jobs, and I'm looking at stuff stacked right here, which I can't stand. And that after I take on, I'm starting small because the the shelf I'm talking about isn't that big, so I can take that on. And then I'm going to take on our bedroom with getting rid of stuff one corner at a time. Because if I even think of giving myself like a time deadline for the room, we'll be having this chat on another episode next year. Because that completely over overwhelms my head and I just won't do any of it, which is probably why it looks at like that now. So one corner at a time. Love your home. One corner at a time. And to me, it it almost is more fun. It's kind of like you feel like you won the game or something if you can hit a yard sale and 
the, you know, the couple of cans of paint, we talked about that, but if you score some nice piece of art or like the ceramic planter, like I'm talking about, and then shape that corner of the room all around that piece of art or that, that planter or that whatever, or the new plant shelf and get rid of whatever was there before. Oh, your home is saying, thank you. I love you back. So that's really it. Okay, the Tao of showing your home the love. This is Kimberly Quinn signing off from the beautiful Northern Vermont. Have a mindful, very creative day of home loving. Thank you.